This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio, if I do say so myself, there's a lot to address. By the way, Prime Minister in town for this climate action rally tonight at 7.15 at the Danforth Music Hall. Expected to discuss what the Liberal government calls its strong plan to fight climate change while growing our economy. Interesting, uh, because when they talk about the average family in Ontario saving $300, basically given a rebate of 300 this is the whole bait-and-switch thing here, that uh, somehow the big emitters are going to pay the heavy freight and uh, the rest of us are going to make out like bandits. Well, except that my gas bill is going up because I guess they just submitted a request to the regulator uh, to allow, this is the Ontario Energy Board, to allow an increase come April 1. And uh, what is it, 93 bucks more a year? Great. And that's just the gas bill. And then everything else that comes to market is also going to be increased. So whatever they're saving me on one end is going to be quickly burned uh, in terms of consumption on the other. So uh, thank you, Prime Minister. Good luck selling that. By the way, I think there are bigger uh, issues that he'll be addressing. (laughs) Who's who's even going to be listening to his mantra about the climate change and protecting, growing the economy with uh, green energy? Uh, Yeah, he should bring along Jerry Butts with him. Let's see how this flies. On one of the coldest nights of the year, no less. <laughs> it's going to be a real charming offensive, I'm sure. However, uh, that all being said, I wanted to work uh, our way to uh, some, I'm not saying lighter fare, but scandalous nonetheless. Michael Jackson has been wrapped in scandal from, well, it seems like uh, the time that he first became an adult, uh, where he never really reached adulthood in a certain sense. It's like arrested development, where the guy was a man-child, Peter Pan syndrome and all the rest, and uh, surrounding himself with a lot of Youngsters, young boys, minors. I always wonder, where were the little girls? Uh, But that's an aside. The idea, though, that Michael Jackson now would uh, have his legacy further tarnished uh, has risen with a two-part documentary on HBO called Leaving Neverland. Part one aired last night. Part two goes tonight. And uh, apparently this has really set the Twitterverse ablaze. To give us a, a snapshot of what this all implies, Alyssa Freeman has joined us on the line, PR and pop culture media expert. Alyssa, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. What a day for talk radio. It is, and a great one, too. Uh, however, maybe not such a great day for the legacy of Michael Jackson. Do you think that this is going to do... Uh, Well, even more harm or irreparable harm, or is it just a case of uh, confirmation bias? Uh, His acolytes and all the rest of these fans will never be convinced, and the rest of us will probably see this as a further nail in his coffin as far as the legacy is concerned. Well, you know, John, I'm of two minds. First of all, I watched uh, part one last night, and it was really difficult to watch. I mean, I, I did watch it. I listened to the stories. It was told in a very, very somber manner, and you were kind of transfixed. You almost couldn't look away. On the other hand, I have been reading how well organized his fan base is, and the fan base is global. And if there's one way to protect a legacy or to protect a reputation is when you have this organic rising up of fans who will go to the mat for you in any way possible. So, you know, first of all, they actually have a plan, and they have uh, disseminated this plan across Twitter. So the first thing that they have told the MJ fans to is, number one, flood Twitter with the hashtag Leaving Neverland with positive Michael Jackson facts while the documentary is running. And two, don't watch the documentary. Instead, go stream the This Is It movie on Netflix so that people can see the the number of downloads with that. And I have to say to you, John, I mean, 
honestly, this is a very sort of slapdash uh, crisis communications plan, if I ever saw one. But it has really resonated with the fan base for the simple reason that it is so easy to follow. You know what surprises me? I've got to say, honestly, I'm still finding it hard to believe that so many people are so emotionally invested in Michael Jackson that they would care a lick to get into this fight. I agree. I am actually reading all these articles with my mouth open. I mean, honestly, I, I can't believe that people are so invested. They're taking time off work. They're writing 10,000-word diatribes. There are other Twitter accounts, um, you know, popping up, such as MJ Legends, which suddenly has 80,000 followers. This is really a rabid obsession. And, you know, I did read one article where one of the uh, protagonists of the uh, of the documentary called them the the Islamic fans of Michael Jackson. I mean, it, it was... It's really an unusual undertaking and an unusual sort of rising up in such a cohesive manner. I don't get it. I liked Michael Jackson. I it was in awe of his talent. But this whole sort of rabid fan base, I don't get. Yeah, I mean, the first lawsuit, I guess, was the original one for $23 million. He settled with uh, the young kid who, I guess, his mother had brought him, <clears throat> excuse me, to Neverland and... Uh, Anyway, we know the sort of details, uh, and these two guys had beforehand uh, been at Neverland. They actually uh, renounced any kind of abuse or whatever when they were kids, but now they're surfacing again when they're, what, in their 30s or 40s? Exactly. So I think they did originally testify in that 2005 trial, and they have clearly changed their minds. Now, the family is, of course, up in arms with this, and they've already launched a $100 million lawsuit against uh, HBO. However, you know, you have to think that HBO knew this was coming, and they're probably ready for it. And I guess it'll be sort of baseless and eventually be thrown out of court, because I'm sure that, you know, this is run through legal, at least I hope the documentary was run through legal, six ways to Sunday. So because they knew that there would be lawsuits uh, impending because of it. Um, You know, the family may be worried about Michael's legacy. For those of us who look at the documentary without this sort of, you know, love for Michael Jackson, it does ring um, in another way. It it absolutely does not lead me to think that, oh, you know, maybe this never happened. I mean, there's it certainly places enough doubt in my mind that it could have happened. Do I think it'll ultimately tarnish his legacy? I, I, I think it's like, you know, when we talk about base, we talk about Trump's base, I don't mean to compare, but you talk about the Michael Jackson fan base, and you can do, they can do and say no wrong. So will his legacy be tarnished? Not among those who care. Yeah. Well, you know, the question that I always have lingering in my own mind, uh, Michael, yeah, might have been swell, you know, with youngsters, but where were the little girls? Well, you know, it was interesting, and I think that what's even more interesting is probably the way he was raised, and there's a lot of speculation that that was a very difficult family uh, to be part of, that Joe Jackson, the father, was uh, extremely temperamental and, you know, was hell-bent on making his family famous, and really he kind of pimped out his kids or allegedly pimped out his kids, you know, for fame and fortune. So I don't think that Michael actually ever had a childhood. You know, we can connect the dots to, you know, what happened when he was a child to, you know, what they uh, speculated uh, has, you know, happened when he was with these young boys. As and, and Well, I don't know if that would wash, though. I mean, just because somebody never had a childhood doesn't necessarily lead to uh, them wanting to, you know, 
practice predatory uh, things on uh, other other young boys there. He's trying to impress, you know, with all of his, uh, well, the stuff that he had there in Neverland, his uh, sprawling ranch. However, I've got to leave you on that note. I guess, Alyssa, this is a case of uh, if anybody does care, they've already sort of weighed in on this. Otherwise, people like you and me, it's just another part of the cultural firmament, and we'll move forward. Absolutely. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, John. As always, Alyssa Freeman again, PR and pop culture media expert. Let's get around to the privacy concerns of Ontarians or Canadians writ large because uh, there's a report in the UK's Guardian that Facebook exerted pressure on this government to bend the rules to favor them. Any surprise? We'll get to that next with Ann Kavukian, former privacy commissioner here in the province on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.